my friend. How are you? No, seriously, how are you? I'm just checking in. I hope you're having a wonderful week so far. My prayer for you is that today you find joy and peace as you navigate throughout your day. As you work through your routine, your workload, and your womanhood journey, I hope you take time for you and hold the space for creativity and self-love because you deserve every bit of that and more. From the bottom of my heart, I mean it. You are meant for more and you are here for a reason and you are gifted with the ability to take up space and be seen. I see you, okay? Boo, I see you. All right. Now that I've made myself clear on that, hello and welcome to the Financial Fix Her podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Delaney. Thank you for stopping by to listen and learn and grow your money muscle like a boss. If you could do me a huge favor real quick, if you haven't yet, tap that subscribe or follow button so that you never miss an episode. This is so you get notified whenever I release a new episode and you can come hang with me some more. Okay. All right. Cool. Now that we got that out of the way. Today, I have a guest I'm super excited about to share with you. Holly Sizemore is a local girl boss. We went, we met in a networking community here locally in my area, and she's a wife and a mom and a business owner. Her and her husband together own Rescreen Rescue, a unique business specializing in screen repairs for pool enclosures, patios, and lanais. Holly shares her journey of transitioning from finance to entrepreneurship alongside her firefighter husband, building a family-owned business, and they've been doing this for the past 10 years, y'all. That's a long time to be doing business with your hub. So we get into that. We dive into the world of entrepreneurship, resilience, and the pursuit of financial stability, which is so key in business and in life, right? So we talk about the importance of being debt-free in business, which is amazing. Also, the challenges and benefits of working with a spouse. I think you're going to love that part. And navigating economic downturns and making tough business decisions. So without further ado, I really think you're going to love this show that I have for you today. And yeah, have a listen and I'll see you on the other side, my friend. Welcome to the show, Holly. I am so excited to have you. If you could just really quick tell the audience and listeners a little bit about you, where you're from, about your life, your lifestyle, and what you like to do for fun and share about your business. Hi, thanks for having me. Uh, my name is Holly. My husband and I own Rescreen Rescue. Um, we both had very different jobs uh, when we first met. He was actually uh, becoming a firefighter and I was in finance. We ended up both being really tired of our jobs. Um, so my husband used to do a screening on the side. Uh, when you're a firefighter, you have extra time. But uh, yeah, so me and my husband together, we have two kids. Um, like I said, we ended up going into business together um, after hating our job. Um, that's been going well for 10 years. Um, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. But my husband is born and raised in Florida. I think I found one of the only ones. Uh -huh. <laughs> Here's one. Yeah. So I was uh, raised pretty much all over the place, Germany, Florida, Texas, and army brat. So that comes with its own fun. So a little bit about us. Yeah, we're married for 10 years together, 14. We have the business together. We have two kids. We have a farm aside from our business, which is my fun. I guess you can say chickens, tortoises, a garden, 
dogs, everything like that. So that's like my little fun outside. I'm so pumped um, to hear about your farm. I love turtles. Yay. Oh, he's a huge tortoise. And it's so fun. You just look out back and he's just roaming the land. And it's really cool just to see. That's awesome. I know turtles and tortoises are this are different, but to me in my brain, they're the same. But tortoise yeah, you're not really alone. You're you're not alone. <laughs> huge? Is it big? Yeah, he's huge. He's like over a hundred pounds. <gasps> oh my gosh. So Weighs he does as much what he wants. You don't tell him what to do. Wow. That's awesome. I'm really super fascinated. As I was telling you before we got on this interview is I've wanted to go into business with my husband and I think eventually he'll hop on board, but it's just not his jam or his timing right now. So I think that was a hard pill for me to swallow. And I, I think a lot of, especially female entrepreneurs do want their husband involved because I've learned that from some of my clients and my following. So with that though, can you give me one pro of something really good that's come out of you guys going into business together? And then if you can give me a con, maybe something that happened in the past or when you first started business, something that was like a rough road that you went through. I guess the good of working with your spouse is you really trust your business partner. If you have a business partner that you're not married to or with a friend, that seems a little hard trust-wise. So this one, you know, for sure, because there's proof, you're home, you live with them. So there's no question as of like their intentions or what are they doing? So that's the scary part of going into business with someone. You're like, okay, this is how I see the business going. And they might have really opposite opinions. Of, and then you're stuck. I feel like you might be stuck. So the spouse, it's a little easier. You're supposed to be more on the same page. And there's a, I, I feel like that's a little easier. Then it comes with maybe some downsides. Hey, I get to see my husband's face all day. <laughs> There's no coming home. Hey, we haven't just talked all day long. Yeah, it's a little bit of, not rough, I would say, but that kind of takes maybe some of the fun out of having checks later on when you get home. That, that sometimes is a struggle, like nothing to call the therapist about, but. <laughs> do you ever do anything intentionally to separate yourself or maybe do some coffee with girlfriends or what are some things that you may do to mitigate that a little bit? Absolutely. So I'm learning to go out with other people other than my husband. Uh, like during the day, I actually do like more um, networking with women, actually. So I'm learning that. Yeah, um, I love it. Yes. So networking is not usually my strong suit because I'm introverted, but I am definitely learning. Um, and that's helping both of us because my husband, I'm pretty sure he would puke if he had to like, get up in front of a bunch of people. So we're both working on that. But uh, yeah, trying to find your own path that's not connected to your spouse uh, and coworker. No, that completely makes sense. Yeah. And I think in general, like when it, it, two spouses work at home together, like my husband and I, we both do work from home and I end up going to coffee shops to work just to separate myself. I mean, but I think it really does help to get some time away and then you just miss that person. But when you do work together, I think it is one of those things that like can be, I don't know, just feel like the mundane and then there's not really new conversation and there's not the aspect of any kind of newness in a lot of ways. So sometimes we have to maybe create it and co-create it together and say, okay, what can we try that's different? But again, I love that you are in business with your husband. I think that you're right. The trust aspect, like I really picked that up from you. You just, you're just not going to screw each other over. <laughs> It's just, that's how yeah. it's going to be. Well, yeah. 
Exactly. Yeah. There's no secrets here. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. And you also, because we've done a little bit of your money journey so far, we've started, we're taking steps in the right direction. And I'm aware that your business has zero debt, which is amazing because a lot of businesses have debt and in a lot of cases, a lot of it. Can you tell me, how do you think that has helped your business grow? Or do you have any examples or something you would like to share that being debt-free in your business has helped you to win in your business? Yes. So, okay. So back when I worked in finance, I say worked in finance. I wasn't anyone high up. I was, you know, it was in like, I worked for a boat dealership in their finance department. But one of the things that always resonated with me, they stayed afloat when we had a recession. And I was like, oh my gosh, they're one of the only boat dealerships that weathered the storm. And it was because they didn't have any debt. They bought everything outright. And that was before me and my husband had our business. It was just always something that stuck with me. So before we took, you know, jumped off the deep end to go into business together, we did make sure we were debt free. And we went through a program to help us get rid of every debt that we had student loans. We had every type of debt. My when, when I met my husband, we call it the bait and switch because then he got repoed. You name it. We went through everything. But yeah, being debt-free personally, and then we were able to be debt-free as a business with the same the same mentality. And we did weather through our own storms business-wise. That was very helpful. There's another storm going on right now. We needed to get back into the swing of it and pretend we're at that high intensity saving just to make sure we're not going backwards. But that was definitely a lifesaver with that mentality to be debt free. And it was not easy. It's not easy. I've done it. I, so I started the process myself prior to meeting my husband. I was a single mom and just, I was, I was a hot money mess. And Then when I met him, fortunately, he was in the right headspace and in the timing in his life that he was ready to hear it. He was ready to listen and say, oh, maybe I should get on a budget. Maybe I need to be investing. So we get out of debt. He brought debt to the marriage. I brought debt to the marriage. But I had started the process of getting out of massive amounts of debt before he and I joined our finances together. So then together, it was after all is said and done four years later, it was probably closer to 200 grand that we both paid off together as a team. So it is really hard. But when you say set the mentality, that's exactly what you did. And so in my business, I've grown slowly. And the reason is because I don't want to take on risk. I'm not saying that I won't ever take on a debt or maybe have some investors and increase my risk a little bit because I'm not so risk averse. However, that mentality that I have about how freeing it is to be free of all non-mortgage debt and eventually mortgage debt, but to go into business with zero debt, you have so much more power right? And we're going to talk a little bit about how the the recession is affecting you guys right now. But at the same time, you're not closing your doors. You're Mm -hmm. just saying, okay, we need to scale back. And this is what it is. And you're looking at the numbers. You have that mindset already. It's preset because your personal finances are going to align with your business finances. They're different. They're a different beast, but what you're doing Mm -hmm. and your actions is completely aligning with how you're managing your business. So the 
the awesome part is that even if you've gotten into a little bit of debt, because that's what we're going to be talking today about after this uh, interview, and it's not a lot. I looked at it because it, it's just not a lot. So anyways, we're you're going to be fine. But even with that, though, you know what to do and you just need a little bit of support and accountability to just give you some extra steps. And so, okay, get re- get that vision back in front of you. This is what I want this to look like, right? Whether that's your business growth or how you want it to look in the next five years or your personal finances and your investments, what you want that to look like, your wealth level. And so just getting narrowly focused on that, it's going to be much easier for you because you've done this before at a very aggressive level. That's amazing. So it's like you've got this step ahead. This isn't new. You haven't been struggling with money and debt for all this time. You've really done the work. So now it's just, okay, getting back in touch with that foundation and moving forward. I'm super excited for you. I know that this these little tiny things that are like ankle biters for you right now and making you feel some slight stress and a little bit of fear, right? We'll be talking more about fear later, but that oftentimes is the thing that paralyzes us. And then when we start looking at it and unveiling, we're like, oh yeah, wait, I freaking know what to do. This isn't really that hard because I've done it. So I think you just need a little bit more of that, that memory of the proof that you've already done. You've already proven it to yourself. So I'm, I agree with you. you. Yeah. I want to light the fire again and get back into the intensity that we had. We we were, let's say spending spree, but we maybe a little, (laughs) yeah, I do. I definitely want to rein things back in. Uh, So I I think you'll have no problem doing that. Yeah. Like a personal audit. And then I was like, personally, maybe business. Um, yeah. Hey, let's tie this back up. Let's start going back to where we were. Um, but yeah, the recession now is the perfect time. <laughs> perfect, perfect timing. Absolutely. So like you said, your business is seeing a slowdown. And I think we're talking a little bit already on how you're navigating that and taking a step and talking to a financial coach is huge. But like, how would you say that maybe you and your husband have been navigating it so far? Yeah. When I said maybe spending was getting a little silly, it was to the point that I went and started looking into our finances (laughs) for you. And I realized that one of the things we were paying someone to do, he upped our payments to $1,500 a month. And I was like, oh, oh," to the fact that I didn't realize $1,500 a month was coming out which is sad in in its own. But I was like, wait, if we're spending $1,500 a month on these ads, but we're hurting desperately right now. So I just started going down the rabbit hole of, oh my gosh, look what we're spending here. And with us, our business being slow, now it just put all this back into perspective to where we're like, oh, okay, let's stop spending everything. Let's go back to where we were. We did unfortunately have to let part of our crew go. It was either that crew or we all go down with the ship. And it was the hardest thing we've ever had to do. We're a family company. These are like our family members and we are still dealing with the guilt with that, but we had to. That is something we had to do. And it it didn't fix everything by any means, but it took a little bit of the burden off right now. But that, yeah, that was the more emotional part, just having to let your family go and feeling like a failure. So we don't want that to happen 
anymore or anything else like that happens. So that's why we're coming back to you and just trying to get every possible step up we can right now. If the work's not there, we still need to stay afloat. We still need to stay in business. So what are our options? We're open. We're trying to open all the doors right now. So this, so we don't have to do that again. But yeah, no, just it, looking at all of our payments, we're like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, we've been paying this and that hasn't brought us any other income. So yeah, that's what we're trying to strategize right now. Um, yeah. One thing I wanted to say is that kudos to you because oftentimes businesses go out of business faster or ultimately because they don't pull the trigger on some very tough decisions and conversations that they need to have in time. They wait because of the love of their family, of people. And because it's a tough call, you're affecting people's livelihoods, unfortunately, if you have to make a cut like that. And that's a very sad thing. But and in order for you to stay in business and not burn the entire ship, you're going to have to take off a couple pieces of it, right? And that's just something that had to be done. So I'm really proud of you and that you're, you made the decision. You're like, this is what we need to do. And you're starting to really look at those numbers and pay close attention. And this is that learning lesson, though, that is going to help your you personally, but also in, especially in your business to grow and scale, right? So these are the kinds of things that kind of like the painful growing pains that have to happen that are going to teach you to ultimately become million a multi-million dollar business, right? So that's the thing or billion. Like I'm thinking big here, right? And these are the tough moments. These are the tough moments. Yes, you've been in business for 10 years, but at the end of the day, 10 years, is it really that long, right? Like it's it's flown. And I wouldn't say you're an infant in business, but you're just like a, a toddler or a teenager in the arena. There's so much learning to do and it, it won't stop. It's just, you're just going to get better and better at repeating the the good behaviors, right? And repeating the good quality patterns in your business that are going to help you grow it. So that's awesome. And so you mentioned this already, but after completing the some of the form, the financial forms that you've done, and we've sprinkled that in a little bit, but what would you say is your biggest aha moment or takeaway from completing those forms for, for our money game plan session that we're getting ready to do? Uh, yeah, when I saw your spreadsheet, very well aware of spreadsheets and finance until it's yours. <laughs> yeah, I was asking a lot of questions. I had to print out all my bank statements and just each page that turned, you're like, oh, okay, why are we spending that? And it was fun. The money was there. Yeah. And then you just start cringing as you're typing everything in and things are changing. And you're like, yep, that's what got us into this mess before we went debt free and everything. And then you're just, Yeah. Like I said, going through those spreadsheets and you're like, I spent what? You spent what? Yeah. You're like, okay, cancel, cancel, cancel. But yeah, just the eye opener of getting off track that we did get off track. And then no one wanted to say the R word recession. It's hard to get people to say that and understand. Yeah. that's, That's whether it's not the great depression, it is a recession and it is very real. So just navigating that and maybe recession proofing going forward. I don't think we were, even though we're debt free, we were not recession proof at all. Like we thought. 
It's mind blowing, so, isn't it? Yeah. And I'm not afraid to say recession. I 100% agree we are in a recession. I'm not scared to say that at all. And I think it's important that we do say it because when we say it, it becomes real and it needs to be more real and out there that this is happening and not to put fear into people. This is just no. hey, awareness, which I think that's what I took from what you were just saying on your biggest takeaways was your awareness piece is that now this is just something you weren't looking at and now it's you're fully aware. And when you're aware and that it's just all in front of you, then you're like, okay, I've got my thumb on the pulse now. Now I can take some actions and take some steps because I'm aware of what's going on. Now I'm in control. I'm in the driver's seat. So that's super exciting. Well, yeah, thanks. I got every part of me is being tested. Like I'm a mom and I have a sick kid on the couch. I'm here doing the podcast with you. I'm also trying to, you know, do all the business stuff in the office to try to stay afloat. So you got me with a full cup of coffee. <laughs> no, this, no, you've done amazing. Without further ado, if you can just share about your business and we will share it in the show notes, like your link to your business. But just if you could tell the audience what your business does, what they're about and how they help the community. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. We screen rescue. We do screen repairs for pool enclosures, patios, lanai's. Not usually a mama woman owned type of business. My husband helped start and grow the number one company in Manatee County. And then that just gave us the experience to start our company over here. Sorry, we, we are family owned and me and my husband run it and we have great crew. We pay them very well, living wages, 401k. So while we're not the cheapest company, you can definitely trust that you're getting the best for the price. You're going to be getting that quality w working with your yeah. business, which is not really all about price. It really is about quality and your customer service. So I will leave right. information on that, on how they can find you in the show notes, because, well, we're in here in Florida, we're local. It's much needed in this area. I was just telling you the other day, I'm like, I have a screen and we've had that repaired before. So now I have you, a girl boss that can help me with that because I would much rather call on you than I would anybody else this local. So I appreciate you. Thank, you. Thank you to the audience for listening. And I will see you all on the flip side. I want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast. If you loved it, send it to a girlfriend. That would mean the world to me. You can also find me on Instagram at financial fixer and feel free to tag me there too. So until next time, my friend, show your future self some love and spend with the end in mind.